welcome to episode 135 of the Customer Support Leaders Podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. This week we're talking about support's relationship to sales, so stay tuned for five leaders talking about that very topic. I'd like to welcome to the podcast today for the first time, Liz Love. Liz, it is lovely to have you join me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm Liz. I'm Chief Customer Officer at ProdPad. Uh, we make product management software to make sure that we're listening properly to customers, making sure that we're understanding insights about the kind of problems they're experiencing um, and turn that into roadmaps and actionable items that can be developed to help the customer and solve their problems. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me as well. I'm particularly excited because I think you are, I think you are my first chief customer officer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I know that that will bring some some bearing on our discussion today as we talk about support's relationship to sales. It's about joining up these two ends, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So one of the things that we made a conscious decision about in ProdPad was that that customer journey should be joined up and that it doesn't matter at what point the customer is through that journey, whether they are discovering ProdPad and learning about who we are and the problems we solve, whether they're investigating ProdPad as as a potential solution for them, whether they're implementing it, whether they are using it in anger um, and the support they need throughout that process. We wanted that to be a joined up journey. Um, And so although my role is chief customer officer, which tends to make people think more of sales and success, um, we also have marketing within that team so that we can make sure, first of all, that everybody has the same perspective on what customers are trying to achieve, but also that customers feel like it doesn't matter where they are in the journey with us. um, They're dealing with people who are aligned and understand the problems that they're facing. Yeah, that's interesting. So having them all under one branch of the organization, under one business function, is part of joining up that journey. What does it look like in practice for you, though? Um, In practice, what it looks like is that we have um, some work that is very cross-functional across all branches of that customer team, whether it be marketing, sales, success, support. Um, There are some things where we'll split out into like breakout groups where it doesn't make sense to have particular team members involved. Um, I think what it means also is that we are very much aligned on solving the same problems and we're pulling in the right direction. There's a lot more awareness, a lot more transparency between what's going on across the team. Um, And hopefully that does result in customers feeling that we're listening to them and we understand them. I certainly see, you know, right from the the Twitter posts that we post and, and the way our social media is run, that all of that stuff is focused around customer problems and it helps us to get better engagement on that side, as well as right through to supporting uh, customers when they they have issues that we need to help with. Mm-hmm. I know from a conversation I had last week with Andrea at ProdPad that that's a particularly key part, isn't it? It's about framing all aspects of the customer relationship in terms of the customer problem, really, the, the thing you're trying to solve for. Um, so when when we think about this this journey specifically from sales through to support then um when I, when i think of support i think of 
a, a function that is very reliant on metrics, very mm-hmm. driven by metrics, and and also very reliant and driven by process. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you have, um, I guess I'm kind of trying to figure out, like you talked a little bit about virtual teams and, and like working, almost working parties to attack particular aspects mm. of the work. Um, is processor important to you in that as well, though? Hugely important. And I think as a team, one of the things I've noticed is that as a team, we are very process driven. Uh, we are very much of aware of learning what works and replicating that and process is a great way to make that happen so everything that we do is focused on how can we make things happen in the right way but also in a way that's smooth and easy obviously from a sales and or a support point of view the lack of friction is important you know we don't want customers to experience friction at any point in the process and by having processes that drive all of that that does reduce the friction it means we all know what we're doing it also makes for an easier working environment between us all because if the friction is lower there's less friction between um, you know uh, team members or or departments within the team um, and everybody knows what's going on so it just helps everybody if you've got those processes in place yeah absolutely how does that how is that reflected as well then in metrics and measures of success because i think this is the other set of polar opposites traditionally from sales to support isn't it um again we're very very um driven in a couple of ways by metrics so first of all we use okrs um we have a, a company okr and a, a company north star which really takes into account success from a company point of view, but also from a customer point of view. So it's not just an OKR that's around success in terms of revenue. It's around long-term success and it's around success based on customers who have renewed and been with us for a long time. So we're not just about the sort of big quick sale. We're, we're about sales that renew and therefore customers are experiencing value. So as a company, we have that North Star that's a around understanding what success for us looks like when our customers are successful but then on an individual basis when you look at conversion points or you know managing customer success um, managing churn managing retention all of those kinds of things we keep a close eye on all of those and report on them on a very regular basis and have reports that people in the company can go and look at at any given time to see how we're performing so everybody in the business is very much aware of what those metrics are, how we're measuring success, and we constantly learn and iterate to make it easier for us to see that um, and to determine if something's not quite going as planned so that we can, you know, write, write the course, if you like. Mm, yeah, figuring out what levers and any part of that can yeah. pull. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. need measures, not just, oh, you know, this has gone back down or this has gone up. But these are the things that we can see that are happening that we know if we carry on that way, it will lead to things further down the road um, going in the wrong direction. So Mm, we try mm. and keep an eye on things that are lead measures rather than lag measures. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So thinking again, um, then about support to sales. Aside from having that single measure of success, that single OKR that everyone understands and everyone's striving to achieve and improve. Do you have any final words of wisdom around what any organization out there can do, any of our listeners can do, can go away in action today that would just 
improve that relationship between support and sales that reduces all of the friction that you just talked about? I think for me, um, something that we we try to improve upon and are continuing to improve upon is having an understanding of for sales what it's like in support or for support what it's like in sales and so that when we have interactions with customers whilst the customer might come to us with a particular question in mind having sort of the ability to to hear between the lines or read between the lines to uh, that's an opportunity for the other department so if it's sales speaking to a customer and the customer mentions some friction in their trial of the app making sure that support are brought in to guide them and to help them and to alleviate that problem. It's overcoming an objection towards the sale and it's giving the customer confidence that we're aware of what's important to them. Same the other way that if somebody comes to support with a question about using the app, it's support having the ability to listen and go, ah, actually they would benefit from a chat with sales in a certain area. Um, so having that shared understanding, they don't have to do each other's jobs, but just an understanding of what is important in each other's jobs and to be able to raise a flag to say, this is something I think you want to be aware of. I think that leads to a good working relationship, but it also helps the customer to, to achieve their goals um, and shows that we understand what they're, what they're going through. That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 135 for the show notes and I'll see you next time.